You're listening to Dime.TV. Dearest Natalie, Today was our fiercest battle yet. As we fought our way to victory, I saw something not soon forgotten. Telly Savalas atop the dunk tank, smiling triumphantly, gym shorts flapping in the wind. He had willed himself not to be dunked. The Civil War Battles of the Network Stars, a Ken Burns film coming this fall to PBS. Good evening. This is Sunday Night in Canada for October 16th, 2016. My name is Andrew, and we've got Nathan over here. Hello. How's it going? I got to do the intro. You did get to do the intro. Oh boy, oh boy. Because I screwed it up and I started laughing. I couldn't help it. And then I was like, I got this. You're, yeah, you're. Just, I took the reins. Yeah. Well, uh, I just said like, hey, I could do it. And yeah. That's how that went down. <laughs> it's, going, it's going well. I got the giggles. I thought of a story I, I, wanted, I want to tell you. Yeah. That okay. will hopefully be of some interest to you in the audience. Oh. That's <laughs> my presentation. Of yes. This show. Well, hopefully. Um, as you know, I toil in obscurity on a webcomic, interestingtimes.ch. Check us out. I do know that. And, uh, you know, I don't... Uh, I mean, I had the book uh, a couple of years back the, of the first two. I, we Like, we made it. We published a book in hardcover. Yeah. I got, like I, we hmm? I got one of those. Yeah, me too. And I just uh, found those buttons the other day again. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're yeah. good buttons. They came with, came with uh, four, four, four buttons. Yeah. Um, and so, it's, <laughs> but, but, like, we didn't make any money off of it. Generally speaking, my in my in my ten years of of doing this comic, um, not a lot of profits. Right. Uh, to be found. Mostly a net uh, negative because <laughs> I pay for net, web hosting. A net I, loss, yes. Yeah, and I, I, do, am, I don't run ads. I'm very things. familiar with that yeah. uh, business model. It's, it's more <laughs> just sort of out of the, you know, out of, out of pocket, which is fine. It's fine by yeah, me. Yeah. But uh, recently, an opportunity presented itself, um, and, and I will be... Uh, there's a there's a package that's supposed to be FedExed out to me oh. tomorrow oh. of probably the best... Maybe the maybe the best uh, um, fan response yet. Um, a, a lady who's been following my comic for a long time and periodically commenting on on the Facebook offered to make for uh, my my impending child a Star Trek baby quilt. Right, you had mentioned this to me and before, <laughs> and it's done, and I got to see pictures of it. Oh, really? And it's it's uh, it's great. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm just really excited now, about if it. If I remember correctly, yeah, when you we you had talked about this at board games night a few, okay, a few weeks sure. back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were and we were all trying to come up with like sayings, oh, and slogans yeah. <laughs> on this thing, yeah. which apparently you were you were trying to get the point across that there weren't going to there, be there any. aren't there are not words on it currently, and but so it's we, not we like, just didn't we just disregarded that altogether. Oh, no, no. And everybody was you were you were all doing Star Trek quotes, and then you kind of veered off into just general <laughs> quotes, but then with Star Trek people on them, right? Yeah, it was y- y'all y'all well, really I wish, ran with it for a while. I wish there. I could remember some. Like, I just the only one I remember was Revenge is a dish best served cold, right? On a on a baby. <laughs> quilt 
Which, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it wasn't my call to make, right? That's, 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 uh, free... that's good there. That's, uh... she, I, she just uh, she just <laughs> offered uh, over the out of the blue, and I was like, well, I mean, if you're serious, I kind of have to take you up on this because that's that's an amazing right. offer. Like, yeah. why would I not? And so, yeah, it's got kind of a it's got a, like the Starfleet insignia, a little little ship on there, nice sort of pink border. She's very uh, most of her of her work is very original series oh, uh, yeah. based. So lots yeah. of I I had assumed so. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I assumed that. I just assumed and, it was uh, original series. It seems, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I did ask which which her favorite was, and she said kind of all of them. So I'm like, oh, oh she's good people. She's yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I'm just really excited about that. That's yeah, nice. That should be coming any day now. Yeah. That's that's my that's, story. That's your story. Okay. Yeah. That's huh? probably probably I'm the only cartoonist to uh, internet cartoonist to get a a custom made Star Trek baby quilt. Well, that's something from fans. That's something so that you can brag. now say. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Put that splash it across the website. Yeah. <laughs> well, <you're>, uh, okay. <laughs> How about you? What's up? Um. Oh, I I I fell off the wagon. Like, or, or wait, which is the bad one? Going, getting on the wagon, or falling off the wagon? In terms of, I don't know. This there's, there's a whole Seinfeld episode about that. I know. Well. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't actually know the right answer. Yeah, I think falling off the I wagon. Think, I think it is falling. I off. I believe that you're on the wagon and then you fall off when you lapse back into old habits. Yes. In this case, being In this case being, I I, I went and and uh, uh, purchased uh, the uh, Legion World of Warcraft expansion. Oh, you did. I did. That. Oh, the wagon. Oh, the wagon. In this case, being non World of Warcraft playing. Yes. And then you fell off and fell back into fell World back. of Warcraft. Onto the World of Warcraft. Boy, oh boy. Road. What was the last... When was the last time you played WoW? Like, in a, I think regu- in a regular sort of way. Two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I was, was Cataclysm when they changed... That was a while back, right? Oh, that's a long time ago, yeah. Okay. Uh, the last... I missed... Like, the Mist of Pandaria or something? Yes. I, I don't know the exact order of all the expansions. I remember playing... Uh, like, Burning Crusade, I think, was the first expansion. Yeah. People and, loved that one, I think. And I remember playing that a lot. And then I kind of fell off... Or wait, I kind of got on the wagon. See, this is where it doesn't. This is where stop. You could just say stopped playing. Let's just. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I stopped playing somewhere in Burning Crusade, okay. and then I don't remember what came after that. And Wrath then... of the Lich King. Oh yeah, Wrath of the Lich King. Maybe I played a bit. Of, a bit I of haven't Wrath. actually played any of these, and I don't know why I know this. Wrath of the Lich King, <laughs> and then and then Cataclysm. I, I want to say then Cata, and, and then, then Mist of Pandaria, and now and then Warlords of Draenor, oh, and yeah. then now the Legion. Oh yeah, I forgot about Warlords. Yeah, Warlords was apparently see that's that I missed altogether. I didn't play any of that, mm-hmm. so I stopped playing. I think just before that came out. Uh, so Mist of Pandaria would have been the latest one at that point, point. Mm-hmm. and then I I just missed Warlords, which from what I hear. Doesn't matter that I missed didn't, that at all. Didn't miss anything, no. really? <laughs> cool. <laughs> and now Legion, I just heard people saying, oh, it's really good. It's like the best World of Warcraft it's ever been. And oh. Yeah. Wow. And it is pretty good. Yeah. I say, yeah. I started I started a um, a new character, a demon hunter. Oh, that's the big new class. That's the yeah. big new class, yeah. yeah. A, um, a uh, blood elf demon hunter. Oh. On the horde there. And... Uh, uh, they start at level ninety-eight, so oh, I can gosh. just jump. I can just jump right into the legion, into the new, into all the new area okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, I just I reacted to that because I quit when <laughs> level sixty was the cap. Yeah, I know. That's that's the original. That's vanilla. <laughs> that's, wow. Yeah, I, that's way back in vanilla. Wow. Never yeah. played the expansions. I got out when Twilight Princess came out on the Wii. 
Oh goodness. In like 2008 or something. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, so I've been I've been doing that a bit, still kind of mixing that in with some Overwatch and sure. and yeah, all that. Blizzard blizzarding it up there. Well, yeah, man, I'm I'm yeah, that's all I'm playing these days are Blizzard games. Well, they make good games. They do. They can't be helped. They sometimes. do. I do have a thing though about um, like World of Warcraft is great and all. Uh huh. Um, I I I I I don't know what it is. I'm kind of longing for a thing, maybe an RPG or something where things aren't so numbers based like in world of warcraft mm. it's all numbers and it's just like you're and it's always been like this sure it's always been numbers and you know and with like stuff like diablo 2 as well it's always been yeah numbers and stats and three and, yeah and three i was just thinking before world of warcraft oh okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. anyways it's all numbers, and I was just wondering, it just kind of popped into my head, has there ever been, or, or do you think this would work, where you had a, a maybe an, uh, an RPG or an MMORPG that was less about, you know, getting all the gear that you needed to do certain things, and then the gear that you would get would just be like, maybe would just tell you, oh, this is better, or this isn't, this isn't better. It wouldn't um, actually give you numbers. Mm. mm. Yeah, you so know, make it less crunchy in that way. Yeah, there? and the reason why I'm thinking that, and this might just this this could be like the worst idea ever, mm-hmm. and I I that's fine, but I was just thinking, part of, and then yeah, part part of part of what kind of bugs me about all these are these types of games is that everyone there it doesn't it seems like you're all gonna go after the same gear, especially if the best gear drops off of big end bosses that you want to get to sure, right yeah. and that's kind of the drive through the game right yeah yeah and, and and so if everybody does that then everybody has the same gear and what's what's the difference then other than maybe your skill in playing the game sure you know your character itself is going to be the same as which the if you've gotten to if you've all gotten to that point then you're all kind of plateaued at the same skill place anyway right, right. Like probably you, you don't suck if now you- if you don't know what and and if you don't know what the gear actually what the stats are like if that's all hidden from you yeah and and if the, maybe the gear is maybe more randomly generated as well at that okay. point yeah um it just says oh yeah this is better or this is this is worse yeah and you can yeah it would i don't know i don't i don't have any of the details worked out this is just an idea i had mm-hmm. where I mean, it might be just it might be a more casual type of game as well yeah you know yeah like I don't, more kind of role play narrative focus kind yeah of. because that, that's the other thing i always i always you know it's like oh, okay so i get back in world of warcraft i mm-hmm. i my first thing is like i'm gonna read all the quest text <laughs> yes uh-huh. and then and yeah. then and then you get in and you're just like oh, i just want to get to the next thing and you yeah just go. like <laughs> when you pick up like 15 quests at once or whatever then yeah. you're like okay fine i'm just gonna go hit the thing i will say though legion is probably the best storytelling i've experienced oh, in world of warcraft really yeah because they're doing more things where like uh the demon hunter started at 98 and you go through the beginning stuff so that when you when you get to the main like kind of legion zones yeah um you are uh at 100 which that's kind oh, of the the okay. you know so they're they're kind of introductory they're kind of um i don't i don't know if you'd want to call it like origin or whatever mm-hmm. origin story type of thing in the beginning is gets you two levels basically mm-hmm. yeah. and then and then you're in and then you can go off and do what you want there's about I don't know how many zones, but there's a few different zones, and and I've only been I've been going through one right now, uh, High Mountain I believe it's called something like that, and 
it's very like they have chapters you get you get quests oh. but there's chapters okay. and it just kind of progresses the story of which chapter you're on okay so it's um it's uh it's a different uh it feels it feels actually in that sense it's a lot different than the world of warcraft mm-hmm. i okay. used to know you yeah know? um which you had to you had to try a little harder to really chase down the the lore and stuff you had to sort of be yeah. interested in going and i never it. really got no. any of that yeah when I and some people are just are just deep in that and, yeah and i'm like oh okay i mostly just kind of skip to the punchline you need me to go get 10 boar skins or whatever all right I'm, <laughs> and there's a lot less of that yeah, there's okay. a lot less of go get go get 10 of yeah. this and then come back and then we'll get another 15 or whatever right or kill kill eight of those guys yeah i mean yeah. there's there's still there is still like kill eight of that but it feels like you're progressing in the story even when you're doing that. Oh, okay. And cool. it's not just like just um, arbitrary. And, it, and some of the NPCs kind of go along with you as you progress through the story. Oh, cool. So it's not like, um, or at least on the on specific quests, they'll they'll uh, they'll even and even these are like just side quests that just pick up when you're walking by a cave or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, like a guy hanging out in the front. They're like, oh, we need to go in here and do this. Or we need, I need you to go in here and do this. And then he'll like come with you. And then as you're completing that, he'll be like maybe a little bit further up the in the cave oh, okay. than you are at that point. And yeah. then when you get there, then you can turn in the quests that you had oh, that's completed handy. and you continue on in there. Yeah. So it's not like you're running in back and forth in and out of that. Thing, yeah. Yeah. To just you know? somebody. So hanging. yeah, okay, that's cool. That is. Those are nice more. little things. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'd say is that it's right now it is it is less. Uh, it's less about your character level mm. and they've introduced these weapons called artifact weapons okay and they have levels as well they have artifact power and, oh, and okay. artifact levels and yeah. then you're you're essentially leveling up your weapon now instead of leveling up your character which is an interesting thing i guess when you hit 110 which is the new limit yeah um that's going to become more of a thing because right now i'm just leveling my character like normal hmm. i'm i'm only 102 still like i've i just started playing last week <laughs> that's even though weird it's in a way i mean 102 it's just funny to me well starting at 98 i'm only 102 yeah so yeah. it's not like still funny to me yeah <laughs> all right hey you have a thing in the in the show notes here yeah uh called the uh, or i don't know what you didn't call it i don't know what what i <laughs> Maybe you should figure this one out. Well, I called it. What are your favorite things? What did you a startle? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, um, Spooktober, Spooktober yes. continues. Yeah. Um, and I, I just like uh, I just like talking about th- things that are too spooky in in October, as as one does. Yeah. And so I was just ruminating the other day if if you had something we we don't have to like spend a million hours on this, but just if you had something that. You know when you're like, and you were, you were any a book or a TV or a movie or something where you're like, oh, that's so scary. Why am I doing this? And then afterward, you're like, oh, that was fun, and I had a good time, and I really respect it, or it stayed with you, or, right, right. or something that you kind of perversely enjoyed, or video games. Sure, that's anything that's like TV or or movies or. You have songs in here too. I don't know. Sometimes there can be creepy songs. I don't know. I just was trying to cover all my media sure, bases. Sure. We both listen to tons of music and then never talk about it on the show. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um <laughs> I was just giving it a shout out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about spooky songs. Most of the spooky quote unquote spooky yeah. songs. Yeah. I'm not gonna do the quote thing. I'm gonna have to do that now. Uh yeah, I don't know. I couldn't name us. Uh, so, so, yeah. And then, and then, and then there was this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the air quotes. Yeah. Air quotes sounds. Um, 
spooky songs, I would say that most of the the spooky songs uh-huh. are just come off as not spooky. Okay, sure. Well, maybe like the Quake soundtrack. Like that's just spooky. Like the original Quake. Uh, yeah. Like the CD audio that came on the CD. Yeah, which I've like never heard basically until it's very not, recently and it's really good it, <laughs> it is it's just very atmospheric and yeah, spooky. yeah yeah like i loved it i yeah. was there's a there's a uh pro tip for you people who have quake on steam if you hit up the forums there's a link there that uh, with a with a quick thing to throw the music back into the steam version of the game oh. and then you can have music like i never did and Which, i'm like this is really good <laughs> by trent reznor of yeah Nails. well or like just kind of atmospheric craziness and stuff and i'm like oh man this really adds a lot to the game i had a tape of that for uh, some reason oh neat <laughs> like i had uh i had borrowed mr DeShower's copy our computer teacher in high oh, school yeah. yeah 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 of quake yeah um because it was, it was red book audio right off the cd yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah it was just it was audio tracks yeah it was just actual cd audio and so because the game itself isn't very big no so they could they could fit like just a ton of and so the audio. version that we passed around <laughs> the statute of limitations are over i can admit this I, yeah of course didn't I mean, have any audio we have I, I own it now yeah. i have it on yeah Steam, me too so yeah. i think yeah that's like in a billion packs of everything now yeah, so yeah. everybody has it but okay what did you so that was that would be one thing that uh like that, that audio okay. kind of unnerved no see that's it that's just it that that didn't unnerve me i thought it was cool okay i thought it, i thought it was a so cool what? atmospheric thing and that was when i was trying to i had i hadn't i had to i hadn't started music production at that point well maybe just a little bit yeah i was just like i was just trying to experience all different kinds of sounds sure and uh, and that was just very intriguing to me. All of those weird sounds and the really, really low bass mm-hmm. with a really high pitched stuff in there. And it's, and it's just very, it is creepy, but mm-hmm. I never got creeped out by it. Oh, okay. Sure. And I never really played the game with it. Yeah. You know, I never played through Quake with that soundtrack because like you had said, we, <laughs> we didn't actually have the, no. the actual CD <laughs> in high school. <laughs> um, so music, I don't know. The other thing I was thinking of was like Spooktober. I was yeah. thinking of very like Halloweeny stuff. Okay. And there's a band called Oh shoot. Um, I know what one of their songs is. Hang on. Um, Gargoyles. Oh yeah, Necromantics. Oh. I'm gonna play a little bit of this here. All right, but it's, it's very, it's very like rockabilly, oh, type of thing. Cool. So I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, yeah. that's that, yeah. that that that's that's kind of a Halloween song, but it's not a creepy song. Yeah. No. 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 So, anyways, having all, said all of that, it was really hard for me to actually think of something. Uh-huh. But I think I did. Um, and it's just more fond memories, more than maybe that I'm still scared of it or anything. Sure. No. But, no. It's not that you have to still right. be on there. I was just like, what's the, what's the thing that you? That's okay. Yeah. I, I have really fond memories of being kind of creeped out and just in very intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um. Back in the day, like this is 96, 97, mm-hmm. uh, Duke Nukem 3D, and we were playing, it was me yeah. and two of my buddies, uh, the Jeff and Jason. Jason, you will know from having his 
that's Motrin pain line. That's, that is the, yeah, that's the way the you one, have to explain this to guy to me every yeah, time. The <laughs> one time that he hung out while you were here as well. <laughs> it was just <laughs> the most impeccably timed thing to say <laughs> while we were watching uh, the anime that we were watching. But anyway, okay, so those yeah. guys, those fellows are with you. Yeah, so they're, 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 I'm, I'm playing Duke Nukem 3D, I think the Shara version or something. So just the first episode. Yeah. And they're on, and they're on this, um, like on beside me on both sides. Sure. And we got to the end of the first episode, the first episode, which is the uh, San Andreas fault level. Oh yeah, uh huh. And yeah. that gets at the end when you're approaching the spaceship. That oh, gets yeah. creepy. Yeah, it does. It's really dark, and there's the pulsing lights yeah. and stuff, and it's kind of Giger knockoff. And it was we were like we were playing at like maybe ten, ten thirty. Okay, and, and it's like. And we had the lights out, and we were just we were playing, and yeah. and it's just like they were. It was just amazing. It's one of the, it's one of the the times in 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 video games for me that just has stuck with me all these years. Oh yeah, that's cool. And there's a couple of times, and this is this one. It was just because I think it left an impression because I was so kind of on the edge of my seat. Yeah, yeah, playing like it's that really level. Intense kind of yeah, yeah. Because cool. that game that game is stupid and silly. Yeah, but that level was kind of freaky that's a long level too right and there's a lot of build-up to yeah i mean if you if you're playing it through for the first time you don't know where you're going yeah yeah okay then it's long yeah then it's long (laughs) yeah if you know where you're going it's actually not that long but yeah (laughs) and then of course there's the boss battle at the end yeah yeah deep down in the alien ship yeah so that's that's it for me that's what i could come up with good story what about you uh what about me what was i thinking of when i put this in there (laughs) uh the ring i think mm. well I, that one that one comes to mind of like i i found that extremely extremely uh frightening and intriguing at the same time when i watched it in theater which is something i almost never do yeah to see horror films in theater because i'm uh the only one no go ahead I was, I'm well just like you off. the only the only it's nine Back in okay, back in the day when I watched a lot more movies generally, like in my kind of high school university years. Yes. Um nine out of ten horror movies would do nothing. I would just be like, Oh, that guy got his face right. ripped off. And then there'd be yeah. the one out of ten that just would burrow burrow right <laughs> under my skin and into my psyche and that affects me forever. Yeah. And I'm always mad at myself, like, why do I do this? And I'm scared of this is stupid and I have to go home and turn all the lights on and but I'm terribly intrigued by them. I cannot stop yeah. looking for these things. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm angry at myself when I find them, and Ring was one of those things. This is the American remake, not yeah. the. I, that's the one I saw first, I guess. So sorry, Japanese Ringu oh. purists. It's just that one's good too. I just happened to see the American one first, and it got it got right in the tunneled right into my brain. Yeah, and uh, and I was I was up very late that night with the lights on, just trying to kind of calm down. And then after that, I'm like, oh man, that was the best. And I laughed. Yeah, that's scary. It's very memorable to me. Yeah, as a thing, I that one <laughs> is actually that one. If any movie is going to come close, that's probably the one for oh, me yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, I think I don't know if this was after or before, but I believe you sent me that video like the video oh, the cursed video yeah because yeah. i was i was just obsessed like for days afterward i was yeah. looking up everything i could find and i i could i could barely even watch i can barely watch it now well it's well, not barely but well there's the fingernail part yes that's, that is yeah that's that that ugh. It, it is unnerving i sent that to you just it's, free of context i think you did yeah <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> huh. i think you just <laughs> sent that to me i don't know how because this is like 
2002? Was a, I think I had a QuickTime video of it. Probably a Quick. It was everything was somewhere. everything was Quick QuickTime back yeah, then. All yeah. videos were QuickTime. I think I had a fairly low resolution. Yeah. Quick, but that you know didn't really detract from it. No, I mean it's supposed to be off of a VHS tape, anyways, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, I will say real quick, my other my other movie experience would be the Blair Witch, uh, for the first time because I had a again statute of limitations. I'm going to cite that. Uh, I had a, I had a VCD rip of it, yeah. like a cam from theaters oh. which does not do that movie a disservice like no it was I'm a good cam like, it's like but you can't tell like cams are all like, a little bit dodgy i'm just saying that's if there's any one movie that you would that, that you could download a cam of it'd right be that one because and this was this was before okay now i'm gonna be a little bit hipstery uh-huh. this was before the before it blew up before all the hype like just like just not way before okay because first it, it, it made the rounds like from festivals and people had tapes of it and stuff yeah it was not that much before so it was in theaters, but it hadn't like quite taken off yet. And so it's still very plausible. I was I had my headphones on and I'm hunched by my computer monitor yeah. watching this watching this cam rip of it or whatever. And it's still then it's really effective. I was like, uh, this this is a thing that could have happened to people. Yeah. And it was extremely chilling. And I only saw that uh, after the hype yeah and see then i did i saw it in i saw it at the the morden theater oh yeah and it was kind of during the hype i would say sure and yeah. then people had it had it hyped to the high heavens that it was the scariest movie that was ever made and yeah. then they walked out of it disappointed but for yeah. me it was like i didn't have those expectations yet and 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 watching it on my computer like that really did reinforce the whole kind of found footage part of it and uh this, this, was, this was good and it kind of i don't know if it ruined all of like all the other supposedly found footage, you know, yeah, stuff, stuff out there. I'm just like, yeah, but I know it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the one thing about those types of movies can, is that I just like I just know can't it's not a... suspend the the disbelief there. Yeah, mm. and if it and if it was real, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing, and that's where like I, I can bear. I don't watch like anything really like in the horror genre anymore because unless it's really fantastical or like freaky, or I've already yeah. seen it. Yeah, like in that freaky. I mean, in like it's like supernatural. If it's like people and like slasher films and stuff, I, all I can think is like people do this to each other, and that just makes me sad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, slasher movies. I, I can I could still watch them in like a in like a. I was almost say CMF sense, but nobody right, knows like what in that an is. ironic way. Yeah, nobody knows what CMF is. That's um, for the best. Well. <laughs> I want to get that into a, some kind of podcast thing at some point, though. Okay. I want to do a CMF thing, but I don't know how to do that yet. We'll work Anyways, on CMF is this old thing. We had, we had, me and Nathan here had a website ages ago. Yeah. CMF. It was we got all inspired kind of, by Mystery Science Theater, and we were... Were we? I was. I don't think I was. Oh, okay. I don't think I... Well... I don't know. I don't think I was terribly inspired by Mr. Science Theater because I didn't yeah. know that much about it at that point. Anyway, we had Crappy Movie Friday and so we rented, crap, crappy movie rented Friday bad movies and made fun of. Yeah, exactly. And we had we had we had very like arcane rules. Yeah, and rituals. And rituals about it. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. But yeah, that's uh Spooktober. Anything uh I don't know, is uh, if any any of the listeners out there want to write in with uh, their own Yeah, shoot us an email. I want to hear your stories. Yeah. Your that would be awesome. stories about your favorite things what did you a startle. All right. Let's get to the news. All right. Let's news. Working to restore power. All right. This is the news portion of the show. We're going to run through some news uh, stories here. We've yeah. We've been uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks, and 
I didn't check the news this week. <laughs> oh, no. So the news stories that we have are from last week okay. for the most part. Oh, no, I did add one thing. I have one thing at the bottom here, okay. which we can get to. But we're going to we're going to do a quick fire thing here. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about the Overwatch uh, Halloween event. That is that is currently going on. This news article says that it's not, uh, that, or that it's that it's uh, going to happen. But that again is from last week. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. um, they have uh an Overwatch uh, Halloween thing going on. They've uh you know they've changed uh, one of the levels to be very Halloweeny, the Hollywood level, and they have a new gameplay mode where you battle Doctor Junkenstein as one of four heroes. And it's basically it's like a it's like a co-op thing. Oh, okay. It's not like uh, it's not like a where the, most of the game is like one team versus another team. Mm-hmm. This is you have four people in here and you're playing through a little story. Basically, oh neat. Okay, yeah. And it's like all AIs on the other side. Yeah, it's all AI. Oh, it's all it's PVE. So it's um, sure. and it's uh, it takes about ten minutes, and it's pretty fun. Hmm. Yeah, and then of course there's all kinds of. Uh, uh, other like the, you you can get uh, Halloween skins and and sprays and and uh, um, victory poses and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Within Halloween loot boxes, which have been turning up nothing but shite for me. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I doubt your experience is unique in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they were supposed to be like with with the summer games. I didn't get very many summer games uh, loot boxes. Well, I got the loot boxes, but the loot in those loot boxes weren't. It wasn't. It was just like regular stuff. Oh, okay. And I yeah. didn't get very many uh, summer game summer skins games or yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought with this one they were going to make it sure that make sure that you would get something in like every hmm. loot box, but that doesn't seem like that's happening. So that's probably not true. Um, I love this. The U.S. Department of Energy, Energy's internal correspondence regarding Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, okay. I kind of skimmed that, but I was yeah. hoping you would sort of... You okay, would, uh, I read this, but again, here. this is like two weeks ago. So apparently, sure. uh, like, the, the the big bad in Stranger Things has, uh, like, it's the Department of Energy that's kind of screwing around in there. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, that's evident from the get-go. That's not yeah, spoilers. Yeah, that, no, that's not, that's not spoilers. I'm, I won't get into spoilers and I thought here, that was I thought that was, like, a great choice because if you ask the common person... American person, I guess. Yeah. What does the Department of Energy actually do? Right. They'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> so, like, well, are they like power plants or something? Yeah, I guess. Like, that's what I would. But they're just, they're just like, they're kind of common, like, but they're just shadowy enough. It seems, that you... yeah, it seems very, so, yeah. Okay. So, um, this guy, uh, okay. So this is from Gizmodo. Uh, uh, the DOE wasn't going to be reduced to a stale sci fi trope laying down and penned in a blog post oh no i'm reading this wrong mm-hmm. um netflix's runaway hit stranger things did a lot of things right in chief among them antagonizing the u.s department of energy of course the doe wasn't going to be reduced to a stale sci-fi trope laying down and penned a yeah does that make sense that sounds yeah, they penned a blog post they penned a blog refuting, post yeah. refuting how it was depicted by a fictional uh internet tv show the DOE claims that it doesn't explore parallel universes and overall tried to downplay its newfound reputation as ground zero for shady science. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, this is this guy, uh, uh, Lachlan Marquet mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, he, uh, he submitted a uh, Freedom of Information Act to the Department of Energy's Public Affairs Office for internal talk on Netflix's Stranger Things. 
and he got back a lot more than a he big expected. stack of documents reacting stuff it's it's, a, it's awesome here <laughs> it's um in, in in one of the messages in one of the emails here uh uh, it says it's not true that the energy department doesn't explore parallel universes. <laughs> we support theoretical physicists and cos- cosmologists through the Office of Science, high energy physics programs, um, some of whom almost certainly are doing a fair amount of research on parallel parallel universes. Well, and sure, I mean, and, and it's true through yeah. the lens of the show. We're gonna say, "Ooh, creepy," yeah. but it's like, well, of course, you know, like this is a thing. Yeah, in regular science, <laughs> but. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's so much, too. Like, it's a big yeah. stack of things. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's, um, what was I going to say now? It's I don't gone. know. It's gone. It's gone? Oh, okay. Mm. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I was going to paraphrase a tweet that I read that made me laugh about Stranger Things, but it's dumb. Oh, what? <laughs> now now I have, have to. to. All right, okay. So this tweet, I don't remember. I don't remember who to give credit to. So if it's yours, then I'm sorry. And they were like meeting at meeting at netflix headquarters and the duff brothers are there and they're like okay so that's our show and we want to call it strange things mm-hmm. and netflix is like oh okay sounds good and then the duffer brothers kick the doors in and they're like listen up <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh so <laughs> oh, that's good i like that <laughs> the duff brothers strange things yeah <laughs> at first i was gonna say like that's not their name no 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 that's the joke that's that's the joke what's next I don't know. Uh, this um, there's a website that's archiving screenshots of soda machines and video games. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> they've been at it for ages. Yeah, it's um, apparently they've just got this new website that they've now put up. Hit, and up, hit up vgsmproject.com. Vgsmproject.com, and there's just screenshots <laughs> of soda machines and video games. What yeah. more can I say about it? You know, it's fantastic. I I like these projects. I saw another one recently where people were cataloging. Every screen on a Game Boy game that's meant for Game Boy Color, but you put it in a regular Game Boy. I saw that, too. Because they all have their own little screens that say, yep. this this doesn't work in this Game Boy. And they're yeah. different in little ways. <laughs> and so people, just these catalogs of things, these obsessive kind of, like, I get it. Yeah. And it's cool. It's just, it seems like something, I, it's not something that, this in particular is not something I would do, but yeah. I could totally see myself taking screenshots of something in right. every game. Yeah, like that this I kind of a project definitely I, speaks I, to us. Yeah. <laughs> On a I level. don't know why. It just <laughs> And <laughs> there's like there, there's like I don't know how many per page on this website, and yeah. there's like thirty pages. Yeah, it's awesome. And like there's so and there's some like drink machines. I mean Yeah, and there's some that are from like uh that have from they're from like the Half Life like beta that are oh, that no are way. like that have like actual drink brand names like fruitopia and stuff on there whoa cool yeah like the original half-life these are some deep cuts (laughs) yeah last action hero on the game boy (laughs) i love it (laughs) oh that's cool yeah um all right uh did you want to talk about this thumper game <laughs> okay because they put that in there yeah i did um i just want to we're, we're running we're running long here so yeah we, we are all right i'm just gonna go through, through this. i'm hoping you can play like a little bit of it just so people oh. can hear the sound on the show yeah, um i just on, yeah. i just thought this was cool and it might get your interest a little bit uh there's a rhythm a rhythm action game for pc and ps4 called thumper um it's a little bit like audio surf but it looks like it'll kill you if you fail at it because it's just it's just the most ridiculously fast moving and intense rhythm action game I've seen in a while, um, and I just thought it had a, it had a great kind of a vibe to it. Somebody in the NeoGaf was like, "This looks like like '90s VR in a movie or something." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I buy that." It looks better than that though. No, but I, like, if you really, 
Like if you I'm no not say so. not like real life '90s VR, but like if you were watching like a like hackers and then they're at the club and they put the thing on and they would play still something looks, like this. Still looks better. Than oh, okay, that. fair enough. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so gonna... um, and it's just I don't know. I'm just kind of because it is a little bit. It is a little bit spooky. A lot of the reviews are like this game is actually really unnerving and intense. Like hmm. it's. I'm gonna play a little bit of the yeah. the trailer here for you. This is this is the music you hear while you while you play. Yeah. Buffering, buffering, and. You... You know what it reminds I, me of? What's that? Okay, a couple of things. Yeah. The visuals remind me of the beginning of, like, the, I don't know if they'd still do this in IMAX, but that uh, oh, IMAX thing. Yeah, that's probably through. what's drawing me to this. I love yeah. that fly-through thing. Yeah. And the, oh. the, the sound, like the music. Yeah. If there were guitars in there just yeah. rocking out, yeah. it would be totally Fury Road. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, one of the reviews they didn't even like the game. Yeah. But the reviewers said this is like what the doof warrior guitar guy from Fury Road. This is what he hears in his head all the time. Yeah. And they're like, you didn't like it, but that's like the perfect explanation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I just thought it was cool, and I wanted to throw it in the thing and uh, go check out. That no, actually... you can get it for PlayStation VR, which apparently is just a <laughs> mind melting experience. I bet. I bet. <laughs> all right. Uh, last thing in the news section here. Um, you remember, uh, you know, uh, Greg Sestero, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And him and uh, Tommy Wiseau. Yes. In the room. Yeah. I read the book and everything. Yeah, so did I. It was a good book. The Disaster Artist. That yeah. is a good book. <laughs> uh, I, I listened to the audiobook narrated by Greg Sestero. Oh, yeah. I read the regular book written, Mer- written by. <laughs> written by Greg, Greg Sestero. Sestero. <laughs> okay. Anyways, they've got, they've teamed up again. And they're in a new movie. Um, it's not directed by Tommy, though. It's directed by someone else. Okay. But they. Uh, I just wanted to put this in here because we had such a fashion fascination with this with this man. <laughs> who? Yes. I don't know if I don't know if like. So we watched this. We watched the room. Uh, I think for my thirtieth birthday. Was that actually on my thirtieth? Uh, might have been. It was one for one of your birthdays. Yeah. yeah. And we watched it, and it it's just it's just the. <laughs> It's just the worst movie. If and and, yeah. and, and, it, and it's, I know lots of people. You've probably seen it already, so I don't need to go into into talking about it. But uh, yeah, this is not just Room. To be clear, because there was a more recent drama film came out that was just called Room. It's oh, okay. the Room. This is the Room from two thousand and two. Yeah, right. Ish. So if yeah. you're looking this up, somehow yeah. you haven't heard of it. So uh, this just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, it's called Best Friends. With the R has got brackets around it in mm-hmm. friends. So it could be fiends. Best fiends. Yeah. And there's Tommy. I'm just looking at the AV Club uh, article here. Sure. Um, Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero are sort of like the outsider cinema equivalent of Werner Herzog and Klaus Kinski. <laughs> if you with want. With the roles reversed, of course. So yeah, it if, seems, if you like, yeah. If you like, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. Um, so if it seems appropriate that Wiseau would riff on the title of Herzog's 1999 documentary of Tomancho's Realist Kinski, My Best Friend. What, my Best Fiend. Okay, well, whatever. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of this trailer here. And it's definitely shot a lot better than The Room. That's a, the first yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's actually good looking. I didn't watch the whole trailer, but that, that's nice. 
I just want to get to some... Oh, what the... What kind of player are we playing here? Okay. Uh, Family kidnapped by ninjas. Just, reads uh, Greg's sign. Yeah. Need cash for karate lessons. And then Tommy <laughs> hey, pulls you. up. I'm so sorry about your family. I cannot help you with ninja and karate. But guess what? I can offer you a little job. Come on, get in. Come on. Get in! <laughs> you can trust me. Come on, guy. Tommy's driving a hearse, which Tommy's, makes sense. Tommy's driving a hearse, yeah. Who are you? We're going to my paradise. Are you in show business? Not quite. <laughs> so, so what's the job? He's, He's smearing a thing. Yeah. And Greg's face. This is my canvas and this is my masterpiece and he pulled the he's sewing uh they're doing like dental surgery on i don't know anyways so i imagine it only gets stranger from there yes looks very odd uh <laughs> i want to see it though but just because i'm fascinated by sure tommy my goodness Right. What is that getting like? Uh, like a direct video theater, um, film festivals, and then dump it on Netflix and has no planned release date as of yet. Oh, so nobody knows. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Okay, we're done the news. All right, all we right. Made it. Are we? <laughs> um, we got. Uh, hang on here. Should we do a ride in the wave quickly? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. This portion of the show is called Riding the Wave. It's where I play a, an audio clip for Nathan. He's got, uh, I'll play it three times, and then he has to guess where it's from. Tonight, he'll be playing four. All your little chocolates are gone. I ate them. Oh. I ate them. <sighs> <laughs> I'll play for the, I want to win the prize of looking at what's on the other side of this mysterious card that's sitting on the coffee table here. Um, I'm going to see if that's kosher. Oh. Yeah, you can, sure. I just, oh. <laughs> that's, that's fine. What, what might it have been? I don't know. I oh. just, it, it, it came with, I don't even know what, it came with like some clothes I bought, I think. Oh, okay. And I didn't know what was on the other side. Oh, spoiler alert. Never mind. Let's <laughs> just play Well, you don't know what's on the other side still. All right, let's play the game. Let's okay. do it. All right. Here's your first play. Sir. You haven't logged a single star hour in two and a half years. That plus your unfamiliarity with the ship's redesign, in my opinion, sir, seriously jeopardizes this mission. Here you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, star hours. Yep, star hours. Unfamiliarity with the ship. So... <laughs> I get, okay, so, all right, let, let me just, this is not one that I got right away. No. I'll put that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first thought is like, well, like a Star Trek thing or whatever, but they don't, they just say hours. They don't say star hours, but maybe it's like a flight term, like you say, like, airtime oh, or like, something. Oh, uh, like, flying hours. Fly, yeah, like flight hours. <laughs> flight or hours, sea, or Maybe that's like a specific terminology. Yeah. So, jury's kind of out, but 
I gotta uh, play it. I have to play it two more times. Well, yeah, okay, right, right, right. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Just saying. Just putting. I just don't want to sit here for like you know with dead silence for a bit <laughs> and then say, okay, play it again. Just trying. To, I'm just trying to verbalize. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Sir, you haven't logged a single star hour in two and a half years. That plus your unfamiliarity with the ship's redesign, in my opinion, sir, seriously jeopardizes this mission. <sighs> Who? Man, okay. Oh. Can you tell who that is? I th- that voice is really familiar, and I only have one left, and I I'm not I'm not able to to pick out who that is. Unfortunately, I have it's... to I have to just check something here. Oh, okay. Do you know who that is? <laughs> I know what the character is. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Star hours redesign of the ship. See, that's that's still saying Star Trek to me because like different enterprises and maybe it's like a scenario where like Kirk is trying to muscle his way back onto the bridge or something, but it's in one of the ones that I don't watch all the time. So it's not star Trek two. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one I've seen like more than once with maybe six. Yeah. Well, the six is six is good. Yeah. yeah. I think, but I, I think, I think I've seen six twice and I've seen two a bunch of times and the rest of them I've all seen like one time. No, I saw star Trek four twice. That's right. Um, or maybe it's maybe it's next generation movies or something. Oh, but I'm maybe I'm just down the wrong path entirely with this Star Trek business. Hmm. Okay, one more, last one, one more, last play. Bad. Sir, you haven't logged a single star hour in two and a half years. That plus your unfamiliarity with the ship's redesign, in my opinion, sir, seriously jeopardizes this mission. I don't know who that is. I'm going to kick myself when I find out, but... Uh, you might. I don't know. You might. Um, But it's it's like the sir part, so there's like a command structure. It's not just necessarily like... Like a small... But it could be it could be somebody who's about to get into like a star fighter. Yeah, I gotta go with my gut. Uh, You're out of plays. I'm You're out, out of plays. plays. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Trek Five. Is that, that your that's... final answer? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Computer, is it Star Trek Five? I f- the Final Frontier, right? Yeah, I was wondering. Is that what it I is? Couldn't remember the song. I can't yeah. remember what it is. Um. We'll just say that's what it is. Star okay. Trek Five. Is it Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier? Oh, oh, yeah, right. I think so. It's Voyage of the Dawn Treader, isn't it? Uh, it's Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Motion Picture. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I was in the right neighborhood. You were in the right neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, who's the Who's the guy? Okay, so the guy is Stephen Collins. Is the actor's name? Uh huh. You may remember him, uh, and it was uh, uh, Captain De- Decker. He's the captain of the Enterprise. Then Kirk is. Well, Kirk wants to take command of the Enterprise again, and uh-huh. Decker's like, "No, you don't have any experience on this new one." So, Whoa, get so I was GTFO. I was th- I was there basically. Yeah, you're pretty much there, but yeah. I just I don't remember anything specific. That's just kind yeah. of. So Stephen Collins, yeah, was on Seventh Heaven, and he is no longer <laughs> invited to any of the Seventh Heaven parties because he was arrested for, uh, child molesting or something. Oh, so he's not a good dude. Oh. And I just I just found out that that's who that was. Oh, when I when you were talking, was I looked he, him who up. Who was he on Seventh Heaven? Like the dad? He's like the dad. Yeah, the pastor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Well, on that note, and oh, another oh. Sev- another seventh heaven connection, Star Trek connection. Yeah, uh, the the mom, yeah. I believe, is in Star Trek Four, the voyage home. <laughs> she's she's like the um, the love interest in the, oh, when cool. they're when they're back oh, in like time. The, the whaleologist. The whaleologist. Yeah, the whale. That's one hundred percent the correct term. <laughs> yeah. As as a fellow whaleologist, yes, <laughs> I know this. Okay. <laughs> well, I believe we should take a break. Okay. And then we'll be back with some Stargate talk. Um, so here's some commercials. Hey, that's Frogger. Yeah, it's the official tabletop version of the arcade game. It plays the same. Where'd you get it? Mr. Arcade is here. Galaxian, it's mine. Pac-Man. You want to take it home? Yeah. My own Pac-Man. Just arcade? Could you? Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong, the official tabletop version. Frogger, Donkey Kong, and Midway's Pac-Man and Galaxian, the arcade games you can take home with you from Coleco. In the land of Dairy Queen. At Dairy Queen, an American original, our home-style double burger is on sale for just 99 cents with not one but two big patties that look, cook, and taste like homemade. Double thick, double juicy for just 99 cents. Why, that's the biggest double burger for less than a buck I've ever seen. The 99-cent home-style double burger sale at Dairy Queen, an American original. For years, we dreamed of freedom and a change in our lifestyle, and we did it. By becoming a member of the RV community, it was King's RV World that showed us how. King's took care of us. They listened and understood our needs. If you're thinking of early retirement or simply vacationing in style, consult the experts at King's RV World. We're on Highway 11, just south of Bradford. I strongly recommend you come to King's and get the facts. Before you rent or buy, give King's a try. Body Break with Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Thousands of people every day walk their dog, but even walking your dog can sometimes be a little dangerous. But following any injury, immediate treatment is crucial. There's often confusion about what type of treatment to use following a sprain, ice or heat. The rule is ice first. Applying ice for five to 10 minutes decreases the swelling that usually occurs following an injury. You can use a plastic bag filled with ice, a store-bought ice pack, or a cold, wet towel, as long as it's placed directly over the injured area with some pressure. Don't apply the ice directly to the bare's skin and repeat the icing several times a day following the injury. Then once the swelling has completely disappeared, you can apply some heat. Injuries are a part of life, but it's taking care of those injuries properly. That will get you back on your feet. If you have a sprain, remember the word rice. Rest, ice, compression, and elevation. So until next time, keep fit and have fun. (laughs) Body break. All right, we're back. Well, that last one wasn't even funny. That was just informative. No, it's not funny. No. There's nothing funny about sprains. No, I know. That's serious business. And I learned rice. Rice. Rest. Ice. 
constipation. Uh, electricity. Electricity. Yes, yeah. that's right. Done. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I liked uh, Mr. Arcade. Yeah, Mr. Donkey Arcade. Kong? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that who's speaking to me yeah, right that's, now? That's, that's Mr. Arcade. Is that you, Donkey Kong? <laughs> Donkey Kong? <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> and um, that one, the, the old man. Yeah, the old man exhorts you to uh, you get, 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 get the, the facts. facts. Get the facts. People have been dangerously misinformed about <laughs> RVs before, and it's a huge national issue. Yeah, it is. It's and then there was a guy that sounded like Brian Regan, the Dairy Queen commercial. He just says a mouthful there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... That's the so that's, I got it. For, really I got that clip specifically for that guy. Really specific. <laughs> but that did sound really good. Oh, man. For less than a dollar. It made me hungry for a, a burger. Yeah. 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 Still got a minute and a half oh, to kill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I could start. I could start the Stargate theme before this. Just, is it not possible to like artfully fade this song out? No, no. Oh, not this song. Oh, not this. <laughs> not this one. No. Okay. All right. Uh. Well, that's cool. You know, here's a fun uh, fact. Yeah. I always assumed growing up that Dairy Queen was a Canadian chain, that it was our answer to McDonald's. Really? I did. I was hmm. like, the Americans invented McDonald's. We must have come up with Dairy Queen <laughs> as a counterpoint. I didn't because I remember going to the Dairy Queen in Mulholla as a kid. I, they had one. Oh yeah, really? It was it it was, it was weird. I I guess as a kid, I always thought that, unlike McDonald's, where you go to any McDonald's, it's the same. Uh huh. Yeah. I I guess I had figured that Dairy Queens could be different, and they can be different. There's a little more, uh, I think, a little more autonomy there. Because yeah. the one in Winkler here is. Is basically a Dairy Queen, like it's it's the national yeah, kind of yeah, Dairy Queen. Yeah, there's one in uh, a neighboring town, Morden, which is different. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then the one across the border in Walhalla is also different because that's the American version of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they 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 vary slightly, but I think they all have blizzards. Mm. They should all have blizzards. They should. That's, that's an yeah. Dairy, that's like a, that's, they're thing. like some of the like the chain foods and stuff. Those are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, our mutual friend Matt was telling me once that I want to say Fargo yeah. has a Dairy Queen that, by special oh, arrangement yes. with the chain, just does like whatever it feels like, and mostly sells like the original stuff that yeah. they sold decades ago when yeah. it started. Which apparently because they were really, really cool. Were one of the original ones. Or yeah, something. they were one of like the founding restaurants, yeah, yes. and they've just preserved that forever. Yeah, and they never have. I would. To I would love to go there. I just actually to see. would, but like you don't really get out to Fargo. Fargo's a little bit far for often. Yeah, for Grand Dairy Forks Queen. more often. Than yeah, if yeah. I were in Fargo for reasons, maybe, but <laughs> yeah, but we're we, who? Yeah, we never go further south than Far uh, than Grand Forks, really. Generally not. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. No, it's not. Let's uh. Let's do this. Here. <laughs> You're gonna show me the rest of that video after this, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, if we hey, remember. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did listen to the rest of it because I, when I clipped it, I just clipped that and I didn't listen to the rest of oh, it. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I did listen to the rest of it. It's actually not. It's pretty good. I got to say. Hmm. All right. I gotta get to my show here. Uh, season two. We're gonna start. We're gonna. Okay. So, uh, spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled on. Um, uh, the the 1998 episodes of Stargate SG-1, uh, then you can stop listening now. Uh, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episodes 2, 3, and 4, starting with Episode 2 in the line of duty. So, 
Where do you want to begin there? Uh, you're going to do the, the do capsule, a little, a little, capsule do, description just to remind sure, people. Sure, I'm going to read the off the wiki here. I'll read this. Do it. While on a, okay, while on an evacuation mission, a symbiote takes Captain Samantha Carter as its host and makes its way to Earth in order to leave for another planet. I don't know why I can't read this properly. <laughs> um, however, the rest of the team finds out and arrests her. Uh, she tells the team that she is a member of the legendary Tokra and that an Ashrak, Gould assassin, is sent to kill her, mm-hmm. forcing the SG-1 team into a desperate race against time to find and stop the Ashrak before it's too late. Ooh. So, basically, uh, things things in the beginning don't look good for Carter because mm-hmm. she gets a Gould up all up in her, up up in her, in her biz. business there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, but at the, in the end, we find out that it's a good Gould. And now, yeah, we have, it really was all along. Now we have good Goulds. Uh, now we have that. Yeah. So I, um, that, that uh, goes straight into my, my, I guess my, one of my notes here was that, yeah. uh, we're in this episode, it felt like we're really starting to drill down on Gould society mm. and, and there are different, like the factions and, and like, Tilka's talking about their their weakness, like their arrogance being their biggest oh, weakness yeah, yeah. and stuff. And we've seen them often enough that like this makes sense. And I'm like, oh, maybe I, I'm I'm appreciating that we're now starting to kind of fill in, you know, sh- shade in things on the on the picture we have of the Gould of like yeah. more kind of just getting to know more about them, not just that they're a big bad and there are there are boss ones and then there are young ones and they're bad guys. Right. We're, we're it feels like we're starting to unpack more of that, and if you know with. Uh, t- 10 total seasons i imagine we get to know quite a bit more yes um we and that's cool do. i'm i'm down for that yeah uh, i was i was actually really enjoying that mm-hmm. and this is and this is uh um in the first season whenever we talked about the gould it was just the big bad like you said yeah and they were kind of over the top this is starting to bring that down a little bit i think you know, it's just pulling it back a little bit from the over the top. Don't get me wrong. They're still yeah. going to be over the top. Sure. Like, okay. that's still going to happen. Yeah. But this one, um, because we're dealing more of more of the subtleties, maybe, of the... Yeah. Of they're the, not just of sort of a big hive society. There's all kinds of factions and infighting yeah. and power struggles. Oh, and, totally. Yeah. And that's that's really interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's cooler than just like, oh, there's the bad guy shooting yeah. at him. Yeah. Um, uh, the actor that plays Carter, whose name escapes me at the moment, Amanda Tapping. Amanda Tapping, really great at being steely cold. Mm. Really enjoyed that when they have her in, in jail. They've arrested her, and she's got the ghoul there, and she's just yeah, she's playing very restrained and just kind of staring people down. And and I mean the voice thing sort of helps. Yeah, but she's got the she's got the facial expression of just like kind of contempt and um a little bit, and it was good. She's just really good. I you haven't you haven't really seen that side of her because she's more kind of a she's I mean she has right she hasn't had the the character hasn't or the the act the actor hasn't had a chance to play anything other than Carter basically. yeah and and I, she was very convincing yes I thought she did a good job of kind of switching back and forth when you know and do we trust her do we not mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I learned you can put a pin back in the grenade <laughs> I'm surprised I you never thought that I that just, was possible. I, it didn't occur to me. I don't know that you could just kind of put it back in there, but then you y'all were like, hey, yeah, of course, of course, of course you can, because it's the hole is still there. The hole is still there. It's, and it's the handle, I guess. It's that, the handle. That once once that opens, that's when the grenade starts. That's when the timer starts cooking. Yeah. So if you can, so if you, if you keep you it just, closed, that's why you can pull the pin and just hold on to it forever. Okay, that part I got, but yeah. I didn't know that you could put the pin back in. I thought once the pin was out, 
It was just a matter of time. I think like, it's just a hole between now. two of the things, and then you just it's, okay. put it back in. Well, not it's a, just spring loaded, right? Not a, not a grenade. Oh, sure. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how, how grenades work. That's, I'm assuming. Uh, look forward to the special Sunday night in Canada educational supplement. <laughs> how grenades? Work. How grenades work? Coming soon. Um, and my last note uh, from the very beginning of the episode: I liked the explosions in the water. Very dramatic. I wrote when they were they're on the beach oh, in the beginning yeah. and they're, they're shooting up the. Water. It just looked cool in the background. Yeah. It's just like. They actually kind of put their heart into like making this look like a pretty scary attack and things yeah. were blowing up. The, the attack was pretty good, and it was uh, a little more than just the usual kind of dirt puffing up I around f- them. I found that the special effects um, are on their way up. Yeah, they 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 took a they Especially, took a level in special effects, especially with the uh, with that with the Gould's hand thing oh yeah that's a lot it, cooler now yeah and it's, it's like showing people skulls and things and yeah yeah and kind of does that little sort of yeah. ball effect and uh yeah i yeah. i thought it was a it was a good episode we set up some some stuff for future i'm sure we're kind of laying oh, some groundwork here oh you betcha and uh so that's it's i'm happy to see more of that yeah yeah, yeah. what do you anything you want to add nope no okay. <laughs> i think that's about it um it was a decent episode on to the next one sure all right because we're going long on this episode anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm, I'm trying yeah. to... <laughs> uh, this, this SG-1 Season 2, Episode 3, uh, Prisoners. Um, by helping a panicked planet native, SG-1 get into trouble and are sent to a prison planet with w- no way of gating out. The- oh, jeez. Gating out. With no way of gating out. No way of getting out. Oh, like out. getting out, gating out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even have it in quotes, gating out oh. on the freaking wiki. Okay. Their, their chance of survival lies on an elderly woman, uh, Linnea, but Linnea is not who she appears to be. Who plays her? Should I know uh, that person? Um, that was one thing that was bugging me for the whole episode. Bonnie Bartlett. Bonnie Bartlett. Is who plays Linnea. First of all, this was, a, I really liked this one. Yes, I reasons. like this one too. I'm gonna look her up real quick. I'm looking her up too. Okay, good. Well, maybe I'll keep doing my notes then while you Kay. look her up. So we're yeah, gonna, I'm gonna both look just in here. All right. Um. So I love I love the courtroom. Just a big empty space with uh-huh. one super tall spotlight. Yeah. And then these like just sort of cold and irritable and irritable irritating no, not yeah. irritating but just like annoying in their smugness kind yeah. of voices just saying like you're guilty yeah yeah that's, that's great and uh, and <laughs> for some reason that just gets me because here's the thing i had to <laughs> are you okay no i'm good okay just um, keep going i don't know i don't remember what they're called i wrote down tall dogs and i know that's only close but not quite to what they're actually called oh the 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 the, 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 the taldor jail, the jail, oh <laughs> tall dogs taldor taldor I'm with tall dogs um <laughs> we never we never see them that's d-a so. that's d-a-w-g-s d-a okay this, tall dogs uh, well it's it's d-o-r no t-a-l-d-o-r version yeah um, but in the, in the they right reminded version. me that's why i asked you about who the vorlons were from babylon 5 because they remind oh, me of the vorlons yeah. they're sort of inscrutable and 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 superior mm-hmm. and and uh and and they just kind of and then I realized while I was thinking about that I was like I think I have a thing in sci-fi for mysterious and inscrutable and frustrating superior alien races really like the Vorlons I loved the Vorlons the Vorlons the, yeah I got a big kick out of them just like being <laughs> mysterious and 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 frustrating and and I liked these things and I'm like what is that about that, me they are very Vorlon that's Vorlon-esque. something that's something they're not as cryptic 
no a little more direct but just kind of their attitude yeah and and maybe maybe that's something i need to search in myself of like what is it about like if if aliens come to earth and i'm just like oh i hope they're as mysterious as possible (laughs) they probably would be too just like not they're not going to be not mysterious not little recognizable humanoids or whatever i just want them to shine lights at us and say cryptic things yes there's a better (laughs) chance of that happening than it not happening yeah i guess that's true yeah right so (laughs) yeah (laughs) if it's going to be if it's going to be aliens they're probably going to be unrecognizable and way high above us uh oh, like yeah, physically okay. as well as yes technologically. yeah yeah yeah. um so I, I enjoyed that uh it's cool to see hammond getting in on the action I oh here. yeah he goes off world for first his time. first gate jump first we were time. arguing about it a little bit about well, whether or not he I had maybe got confused with the um perhaps with the when he went to antarctica sure like that's he, he's been out of the base before but he hasn't been off yeah world. But not off world like yeah. that and so he kind of made a big thing about getting to do that yeah um and and i i really i i liked the big double cross at the end of like mm. and you know you kind of suspect that something's a little fishy about this lady maybe because yeah. people are really deathly afraid of her and she's like oh no just whatever i tried to help and it was bad and people are afraid of me because of that but then it turns out that she may be some sort of enormous criminal mastermind mm-hmm. which is great and i <laughs> and just they sh- and she's out there now. I look forward to the continuation of that story. She left them without without killing them all, as apparently she probably could have had she had the mind to. Yeah. Because she totally disabled But them. she like, seems like one of those uh, a, a, a bad people yeah. <laughs> that that uh, has an, a, a, an admittedly a warped sense of... Um, not honors what not what like I'm a saying. code like a code yeah yeah, yeah. like if they're like, like they're gonna a warp sense of warp sense of morality i guess okay what, sure but... so like because because at the end she says all debts have been paid yeah so that tells me that she realized that the sg1 was responsible for getting her out of jail out so of, therefore yeah. there she's not going to directly harm uh uh, people of earth yeah like this whatever. this one time or whatever yeah but th- i imagine that in the future all bets are are once again off but i i like you know i'm t- it's interesting to watch those kinds of characters that are basically like you know uh, i don't know if she'll be this yeah okay i'm speculating now okay but if I, were, if I were writing this person they would come back with like a they'd be this sort of bad guy bad person that says this is what i'm gonna do and then doesn't they don't screw around you always know where you are with them and you're standing with them like you know uh i'm sure we've talked had this conversation about game certain games of thrones characters that i can't game of thrones singular that i can't remember (laughs) offhand but that are just like at least they're they're bad but at least you always know where they're coming from like it's never going to be a backstab or something sneaky they're going to say i'm going to kill you and then they do it yeah they follow through and it's not like any of this oh no we're friends we're pals like you know they don't like you yeah, and I and that's that's I like I'm I don't know if she comes back to that, but I'm very upfront. Yeah, yeah. But people, but people who have a code like that of, mm-hmm. yeah, I I find that much more interesting. So I'm yeah. I'm hoping to see more of her, and she was she was a good actor and it was fun. Yep. Dan Castellaneta, not quite was there. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Dan Castella, not quite. <laughs> Along with Edward James, almost from <laughs> Edward James, almost last, last season in the beginning oh, of this one. <laughs> yes, Edward James, almost. <laughs> uh, last one. Unless you have something to add, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you want to say? What do I want to say? I just want to say that I, I this is again one that I remember. Yeah, uh, fondly, it's, a, it's so. a gooder. It's a good one. Yeah, 
All right. That's all I really have to say. Okay. Um, Stargate SG-1, Season 2, Episode 4, mm-hmm. The Gamekeeper on PJ, or no, P7J989, SG-1 is attached to virtual reality pods where Captain Samantha Carter and Dr. Daniel, Daniel da- oh my goodness, Dr. Daniel Jackson are replaying Jackson's parents' death mm-hmm. and where Colonel uh, Jack O'Neill and Teal'c Teal are replaying a past mission gone awry. The man behind it, the Keeper. Dwight Schultz. Is, is keeping the planet's inhabitants from leaving. That was Dwight Schultz, wasn't it? Yeah. I totally forgot that he, he we saw his name in the credits. Yeah. Because you asked, he told me it was yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Well, you asked, Dwight Schultz, who is that? And I yeah. said, that's Mr. T's friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Mr. And, T's friend. And then and I was like, wait, no, it, it is, but also Barkley from That's where I, where I know him from. Yeah. Before. I don't know why my brain just went to the A team right away. Why not? Even though I have seen maybe one or two episodes of that show, and I've seen every episode of the Next Generation, with including the episodes with Barkley, yeah, in the multiple times. I yeah. don't know. Whatever. It's weird. Uh, so okay. he was he was great. He doing, was great. Yeah, doing kind of this odd accent and really just hamming it up as <laughs> as the gamekeeper and yeah. just doing a wonderful job as this kind of eccentric. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know what? I always, I always get, I'm always surprised at how good he is in things. Like he I don't actually expect is, him, right? Yeah. I don't expect him to be as good as he is. Yeah, Dwight Schultz. Like on Next Gen, he's very good at being a paranoid, like little, like uh, hypochondriac guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of a. I twerp, I want to say. Yeah, like I don't a, use that very often. No, it, but he seems like one. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and then you see him in like other things, and he's like, like confident and suave. Yeah. And then you see him in this, and he's just he's really hamming it up, but doing an uh, a, like a good job at it. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's kind of infuriating, but he's really watchable at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm just I'm always surprised at how good he is. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay, so I guess in this one, he, uh, yeah, they're stuck in these pods. It's a virtual reality thing, um, and they're forced to relive the, these horrible events. Yeah. Uh, interesting to note is that they're already playing on the fact that Carter has had a gould in her from the first episode. Yeah, they're already it. incorporating they're that. They're already which incorporating I thought was that. Neat. Yeah. yeah, because she's resistant to the to the his mind right, reading. Right. So, Tilk and. Carter can't. He okay. So this this uh, Dwight Schultz basically uh, uh, gets these memories from the people that are attached to this virtual reality thing, and uh, that's where they get the, his new kind of programs from. I guess. Yeah. New scenarios. Yeah. And uh, he can't do that with Carter and Tilk because they have both. They both have connections with Goulds. Like Tilk's yeah. got a yeah. one in his stomach there and. Carter had one in her in her brain there. She absorbed it into which her. which we didn't even mention that that ghoul died at the end of that episode. Yeah, yeah, and now and she it, apparently absorbed it into her body. She's so got some nakuda in her now. Remains to be seen if there will be other yeah. ramifications from this. Which well, I one would think. Me. Wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, one, yeah, one one would think that <laughs> would not one. Um, I was uh, I wrote down here. Um, I'm starting to I was starting to wonder. If it was some kind of uh, sly meta commentary episode, because anytime you have your characters being observed by a panel of viewers and watching them have horrible oh. things happen to them, yeah. But I'm like, I'm not clever enough to make that argument. Well, I wrote down here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I don't think we're that 
we're in that part of the show yet. Right. Yeah. Like usually so, a show's got to go a little bit longer before yeah. it really starts. But I mean, uh, maybe in some kind of a, just whenever I see that dynamic of like a bunch of viewers kind of mm-hmm. tormenting your main characters or whatever. Yeah. And not that I see this all the time. I don't know where I dance for our it. pleasure kind of thing. And then it maybe, maybe it's poking at you as an audience watching these people suffer and for your enjoyment. And you're... Well, I mean, but they're not real people. No. So the, the commentary is kind of moot then. Well, yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm not clever enough to really see this thing through and really yeah. stick the landing on this argument. Okay. That's why. I That's why you down. wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was but there, that was there might be it, something there. There might be something there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody smarter than me, please uh, write a paper on it, and then I'll read it and say yes. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it predates the Matrix by like a year. That's like true. People, yeah, people that are being kept against their will in a in a in a uh, all encompassing yeah. virtual uh, environment. Yeah, with. Um, doesn't predate everything that the matrix was no not that they cribbed from but uh just in terms of of the matrix itself sure it also predates uh of course it predates inception which is what we were making oh yeah we were doing we were doing inception jokes and stuff like that and they were going to go back and incept into the chairs and yeah Yeah. um so i thought that was kind of cool like a little bit um and then okay so this is a way the episode didn't go because there's a point at on both both teams yeah of carter and 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 o'neill and teal'c and daniel no dan uh no you got it's carter yeah. and daniel and yeah. then teal'c and o'neill uh, right 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 yeah where they both just say all right i'm out i'm not playing i'm not rehearsed doing this over and over watching my friends die and stuff because this right. is horrifying yeah and then they both kind of sit down and i'm like oh man okay if i were the gatekeeper would i just try to wait them out or the gamekeeper rather but I just yeah. and then so then imagine the horror of sitting in this endlessly looping simulation. Even with your back to it, you would hear your <laughs> friends or your parents die over and over yeah. and over. And I'm like, this could get really, really dark. Yeah. And I'm like, if I was writing like a horror short story, you would be in there for a long time. But I'm not. And he just shows up and he says, <laughs> "Well, why won't you do it?" And then you know they kind of because the show is not going to go mm. quite that dark with it. It was already pretty dark. Yeah. No, Dwight Dwight Schultz couldn't couldn't. I'm surprised he kept his his own people in there for a thousand years. Yeah, no kidding. Um, because he really, that character, the the gamekeeper, really couldn't take it when, like, they went through two times and then said no and more and then said forget it. Yeah, yeah. and he kind of he sort of crumbles. He just he just falls apart. Yeah, and he tries some tricks to sort of keep them in it, and he yeah. keeps the simulation going and stuff like that. But maybe they all just because they all thought there was nothing to go back to. Yeah, that's maybe true. they were just like, well, this guy's an idiot, but we kind of have to. He was telling him, everybody so. else in this in the simulation there that the uh, world was a wasteland. Yeah, whereas whereas our team knows that it's not. It's so not anymore. F- yeah. Fighting him more actively than these yeah. people might. That's also that's also an interesting thing. I always like it when like there's there's a lot of science fiction out there that takes a um a like a world and it's and it is just a wasteland you know yeah what what happens like a thousand years down the road you know oh yeah like that's this show does this i want to say a couple of times i can't remember specifically but there's a few times where where it shows um where a situation like this comes up where there is a civilization that's either been destroyed or mm-hmm. something's happened and now a long time has passed mm-hmm. and now sg1 shows up and what what happens then oh yeah you know yeah. so instead of hours, there always being somebody there or like yeah yeah they've well missed the cat like uh, the last season there was the the robot factory underground where they all got right. turned into robot and yeah that's that, that was Come a dead, try, uh, that guy yeah he was yeah. fine <laughs> oh good times yeah 
Yeah, that is cool. That's yeah. a cool aspect of the of the show. Mm-hmm. So it's really enjoying it. It's strong episodes. I enjoyed them basically across the board. Yes. Um, all good. I just want to see what we got up next week as far as episodes go. Uh, I don't remember what this one is. Okay. So, mm-hmm. but we'll be watching. Um, uh, for the for our next episode, we'll be watching, uh, season two, episode five, entitled "Need." Mm. So, that's your homework for next week. I think that about wraps up the show. Mm. Um, where can people find you? Well, as I already mentioned way back in the beginning of the episode... Uh, nobody remembers. Uh, this, that was a long time ago. That was a really all changed long time so much. I know. Interestingtimes.ca is my long-running webcomic. Uh, I'm on Tumblr, npfair.tumblr.com, and I'm on Twitter, npfair. Uh, but I mostly just tweet my comics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. I do, and I give hearts to people that make me laugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you can find this and other shows at diym.tv. You can also email us at sundaynight at DIYM.tv. Listen live every Sunday night, or just about, starting between 9.30 p.m. <laughs> 9.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. That's uh, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific at DIYM.tv slash live. And that'll just about do it for us tonight. So uh, we'll see you guys later.